Scarpins Audio. Something in my ass. What's this? It it makes me have bad gas. What's this? <laughs> Good work tonight, Bone Daddy. What's this? What's this? There's something in my ass. What's this? <laughs> You're fucking me too fast. What's this? There's a special kind of feeling in Christmas land. It's getting fucked in your ass. <laughs> a special kind of feeling in Christmas land. <laughs> it's anal sex. <laughs> Happy Honda days, guys, and a terrible Toyota-thon. You guys are going to listen to me in the background play some Wolfenstein. And I don't even feel bad about it. I feel like I'm striking a blow for democracy. Uh, a new type of democracy. One where we confront fascism head on in the virtual world. <laughs> this game is awesome. And... Uh, there was one point where I'm just shooting at robots that have like little furnaces in their stomach areas. They're that committed, the Nazis, to the idea of having ovens that they built robots that have little ovens in, in their tummies, which on a toy would be adorable. If there was a toy that had a little oven in its tummy, you know, you put cookies in it. But instead, I know what, I know what they're trying to imply here. And I'm killing them. I'm, I'm doing what I can. I'm doing what I can for democracy. <laughs> I'm voting. I'm pressing the vote button as hard as I can. I'm dual wielding my votes. I'm double voting in the game. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing what I can. I see a robot with an oven for a tummy uh, shoveling minorities into it and you know what you do you vote that's what you do when you see that you vote <laughs> this game rocks <clears throat> i have to pause this this is too much by the way guys uh stay in line if you're still in line and vote um trump almost has got this uh he's almost got it in the bag stay in line and vote dual wield your votes uh, <laughs> 
Welcome to Y'all Ever, the only podcast on the internet, hosted by me, Hampton Yunt. Hi, this is a comedy mental health program that's very stupid, so thanks for being here, but don't take it too seriously. Uh, You guys rock. You're the best people in the world. And that's not... That's not just talk, okay? We did a blood sample. If you downloaded this podcast, guess what? We took your DNA. Mm, Sorry. Uh, We live in a police state. Mm, Sorry, took your DNA. Um, Will I frame you for a crime? Who knows? But the point is, right now, we know that you're a cool person. Uh, We've we've, uh, registered you in the the cool database. <laughs> We're just registering you in the cool database. Don't think about it. It's a, what if they sold like that kind of shit to you? Like it was like, yeah, it's because you're cool. Yeah, we're cataloging you down. What's that? You're Jewish? Oh, yeah, cool. So we're putting you in the cool database. Oh, you're Muslim? Cool. That's cool. We're going to put you in the cool database. And we're not going to use it for anything. Uh, we're not going to use it for anything. <laughs> I hope you're well. I hope you're taking time. What the hell was that? I'm recording in the garage right now, so I'm hearing noises ugh, that I shouldn't hear. I'm hearing trains and planes and automobiles. Uh... I'm also hearing John Candy. <laughs> no, no, it's just the just the three modes of transportation and not John Candy. I'm not hearing any John Candy. If you start hearing John Candy, you know that you are bipolar schizophrenic. And uh, what do you want to do? You want to hurt me? Well, go ahead. What's the line John Candy says in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Holy shit, it's the best fucking line of dialogue ever. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause it. I'm gonna pull up the. Okay, here, here's the clip. I've got the clip. Um... You want to hurt me? Go right ahead if it makes you feel any better. I'm an easy target. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. I could be a cold-hearted cynic like you. But I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think what you want about me. I'm not changing. I like, I like me. My wife likes me. My customers like me, because I'm the real article. What you see is what you get. So fuck you! So fucking suck my dick, Steve Martin! <laughs> Dude, he should have just went off, man. He's like twice his size. He should have fucking bodied him. So suck my dick, nerd! How about that? You put balloon animals on your head? How about you put my balls on your head, you fucking nerd? My wife likes me. 
Turns out she's dead, if you've never seen the movie. Spoiler alert, but it turns out John Candy's wife ate too much candy. So she died. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, I literally didn't put it together that it is Thanksgiving time, and I am literally in the garage right now and just hearing planes, trains, and automobiles, and that that movie is a Thanksgiving movie. (laughs) I don't know if you guys believe in the singularity, but I think it just happened. I don't know how to describe what just happened. Man, I hope uh, it's cool to just play that clip. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Um, Goddamn. It, it didn't even occur to me that that's a Thanksgiving movie. And recently I've been trying to watch some Thanksgiving movies, but like, there's not a lot. They all suck. I don't know. There's Nightmare Before Christmas, which you can only watch kind of ironically at this point, but, you know, once a year... Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you can watch it. But the entire time, you're just thinking about Hot Topic. You're romanticizing how much you miss Hot Topic right now. But you don't. You don't actually miss Hot Topic. Hot Topic was an abusive relationship. You don't miss Hot Topic. Don't call Hot Topic right now. I just bought, or I'm looking up some shirts. They're like five bucks online. So we'll see if that's a real deal. But um, do you guys remember that brand Big Johnson shirts? It's like really shitty, like for Republicans, um, shirts that you'd see in Virginia where I was growing up a bunch. Uh, (laughs) They're always like a dick joke or something. Anyway, it turns out they still exist and they have a great online store. It's amazing. Um, there's, uh, Mount Rushmore, but it's, uh, it's Mount Asmore and it's, uh, Obama and Hillary and Biden's on Mount Rushmore and it just says Mount Asmore. (laughs) I ran over to Georgia, my wife, and was like, I know what I want for Christmas. (laughs) Hold everything. Oh man. What was the other one? They had one that was a, a dick one, a, a dick joke one that was, I got your stimulus package right here. Um, and then he was holding like a really big package over his dick. It didn't really make much sense, but I'm on the fence about that one. And then the the one I'm definitely going to get, it's only five bucks. <clears throat> I don't know if this deal is going to last. Um, <laughs> it's just a big gun pointed towards the people who look at the shirt i guess just a big gun pointed at anyone looking at you and it says i got your big bang theory right here (laughs) damn i mean like it's uh, there's no one in hollywood who could write that shit and make me laugh like that there's no it doesn't work that way It's not organic. This is so organic. (laughs) Oh, man. Which reminds me, folks, I am selling uh, Calvin peeing on the words racism shirts 
All proceeds for those shirts go to The Bail Project, and uh, you can get those at hamptonyunt.threadless.com. You can pick up uh, a different shirt, just a regular uh, one with my album uh, um, design on it, I guess I would say. I was about to say emblem. (laughs) It's a nice design that my brother made, and it's uh, it's gorgeous, looks awesome on a t-shirt. Um, you guys can check out the Y'all Ever Threadless store at yallever.threadless.com. Got a bunch of the old feeling shirts, the Y'all Ever merch. And if you guys want to support this podcast, you can always go to patreon.com slash y'all ever. Uh, throw up uh, bonus episodes. And uh, for $5 a month, you guys can support this podcast in a really fun way. <laughs> I know I sound like I'm lying. You guys can support this podcast in uh, yeah, a really fun way. It's fun. You're you know you're laughing. You're getting hard. You're you're getting wet. You're thinking about uh, all the good things in life. Well, uh, it is that time of year, folks. It's that time of year um, where everything starts to feel a little bit worse. <laughs> <laughs> because suddenly you're not allowed to see your family. You're, uh, you know, reminded that it's supposed to be a joyful time. I don't know. It's it's rough. I um, I'm doing my part to help. I threw up a uh, 9/11 Christmas 420 playlist on my artist Spotify page. <laughs> if you go to my Spotify page at the bottom. I just put up a uh, 9-11 Christmas 420 playlist, uh, and it's just fun fun songs for the holidays. I don't know. If you guys want to suggest any um, to throw on the playlist, please write into y'all ever email at gmail.com. And uh, as always, you know, feel free to add on songs to the y'all ever listen to music playlist that's on my Spotify, and tell me why you added that song. Uh, to the playlist. <clears throat> I don't always get to, um, you know, uh, say how much I appreciate you guys, but you are amazing. The people who support this podcast, you are um, fucking incredible, and you're why I do it, you know? And I think it's important for me to maybe remind you that there's ways sometimes that you're helping someone in life uh, stay alive and you're not even, you know, trying to, (laughs) the fact that you exist and I see you guys being, you know, really amazing to each other in the Facebook group, but also just the people who write in, like you guys are incredible. Um, I'm going to read a really great email from one of you that just got sent in, uh, but I'm about to read a less great email. <laughs> Not just joking. This one's awesome, too. It's just short and sweet. Um, this is in reference to the Jonah Ray interview that I had recently. And um, let's see. The uh, subject line here is Jonah Ray seriously had legitimate fear. Um, it goes on. If you read this on air, please just call me chemo. Damn. I hope you open a therapy um, business. You can call it chemotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 
Growing up in Hawaii now is fairly easy, but back in the day, there was a practice called Kill <laughs> Kill Howley Day. Oh, yes. Um, they didn't actually kill, uh, for, in uh, parentheses, the foreigners, mostly white people, but they would beat the living shit out of them. Damn. Uh, you know, don't worry. We're just going to beat the fucking shit out of you to the point where you are frightened that you're going to die. Yeah, it's cool. It's kind of a tradition. <laughs> oh, man. It's like you can't even blame them when they're just, like, colonized by, you know, white oppressors. <laughs> it's like... Wasn't even that long ago. They're just like, you know, we remember this shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, let's see. People would get jumped for going to a rival school. Busloads of high schoolers would travel to other high schools to start fights. Wow, damn. Chemo, what the hell? This is the insider scoop. Yeah, I think uh, Jonah was definitely uh, downplaying it in it, you know, because he's he's grown. That's what's really cool about it. Um, he's just like become, you know, a really functional adult, <laughs> and um, someone that other people would look up to, you know. Um, but uh, damn, he should have he should have gone all Columbine on Hawaii. Hawaii, Columbine. Columbine goes Hawaii. And you like do the the two shooters do it on surfboards. <laughs> they say you trench coat mafia can catch waves. I don't know the lingo. Catch waves. You catch them. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Gotta catch all the waves. <laughs> Hawaii. Col Columbine goes Hawaii. That sounds pretty cool, dude. Okay. It's a pitch. Columbine goes Hawaii. <laughs> Columbine goes Hawaii. Aloha from Columbine. Okay, here's the pitch. Um, there's... Uh, the trench coat mafia, uh, they do their surfing, um, they play Doom, uh, they listen to Marilyn Manson, you know, those were the, those were the reasons, um, <laughs> those were the reasons behind all, all, the whole thing, um, it was the surfing, blame the surfing, I blame the surfing, as a concerned parent, I blame the surfing, um, so they're doing that, and then um, there's uh, some rich kids across the uh, the pond. I don't know some sort of uh, something that would separate the water, where there's a, a side opposite the water, you know, and there'd be some sort of rivalry. And uh, they're all like, look at the trench coat mafia. You call those trench coats? They're barely a mafia. Or like, whatever. I don't know. They they do something that um, makes them feel inferior and bad. 
And then they uh, they challenge the trench coat mafia to a surf contest. Kawabunga, Brosephs, what if we settle this on the waves? And the trench coat mafia is like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then um, cut to the next day. The rich uh, kid's school is just getting ready. And the trench coat mafia kids just come over and blow them away. <laughs> like, is, that, is that a bitch? <laughs> Columbine goes away. <laughs> It's just like I remembered what you said. Um, <laughs> that's not fun. That is not fun. That is a dark place to go to mentally. Um, is it? Who knows? Um, I feel like mass shootings kind of jumped the shark when they went Vegas. When, when mass shootings went Viva La Vegas, I thought. That was jumping the shark a bit. It felt a little, how are we going to top this one? (laughs) Isn't that so funny that we're all like, please open things back up so that we can get right back to mass shootings. (laughs) It's like we, remember how that was every week? Damn, it's like the fucking amnesia (laughs) is like... No, you know, let's get society right back to where it was. Remember where it sucked and was completely fucking awful? Oh, if only we could just get it back to where it was like insane prison hell planet. (laughs) Oh, then I could go back to just watching the Big Bang Theory right fucking here, pal. <laughs> what if it just said I love the Big Bang Theory and it was the gun pointed towards you I love the Big Bang Theory <laughs> I gotta write to Big Johnson uh, and see if they'll take my submission I bet you anything it's Big Johnson at Gmail just gonna say it almost always is <laughs> Suck my dick, I'm a Sheldon. And it's just a picture of the two Columbine boys. <laughs> uh, the, the ideas just won't stop. Oh, man. I'm on fire today. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, let's get to another email from one of you beautiful people. Thank you so much. Um, Always feel free to write in to y'alleveryemail at gmail.com. 
if you want to you know respond to something that a guest has said on the podcast uh, you respond to one of the stories that's been read on the podcast or any of the prompts that I've given. I think the original prompt that's just, you know, always good is y'all ever shit your pants. <laughs> if you just want to say hello and tell a nice pants shitting story, we're all human. We all get it. We like to laugh. <clears throat> and uh, feel free to write those into y'all ever email at gmail.com. All right. Let's read this other one. It's a uh, subject line. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Hampton, I'm all drunk. All I have. <laughs> what? What is this? Hampton, I'm all drunk. All I have that platonic respectful love for you. Hey, man, just checking in. It's been a minute. You can say my first name on the podcast or Patreon if you'd like. Mike, my pronouns are he, him, his though I'll respond to they theirs. And I just want to say, you're the coolest y'all ever, dude, I know. So with that said, I'd like to real talk with you a minute to tell you about how you got me through some shit. I had, or maybe somewhere in my psyche, still have strong suicidal ideations. I'm all right. I see a therapist. That was in bold cap, so that's why I said it like that. And I'm otherwise medicated and dealing and I'm doing well. So, like, this isn't a cry for help and you're free of any responsibility of trying to save me. <laughs> this isn't some call for help to put you in a shitty, awkward position. Um, thanks. <laughs> awkward position is my one sex move. Um, that's my one sexual position is awkward. <laughs> Um, damn, that's very nice of you. Um, there's been times where I've been, you know, stressed, but uh, I certainly, um, don't blame anybody for, um, you know, wanting to reach out and, you know, not maybe having the vocabulary to worry completely about, you know, how, you know, how I'm going to interpret something. Anyway, I may be being too overly protective here. You guys are fine. You guys are good. Um, but also, like, you know, there's the legal aspect that, like, if you write to me and you're like, I'm going to kill myself, and then it's like, I think I'm in a legal situation at that point, right? I don't want to talk to the cops. You think I want to fucking talk to the cops coming here being like, um, the person uh, blew themselves up in front of the White House and they apparently only listen to your podcast? I'll be like, yeah, that makes, yep, that tracks, uh-huh. I mean, which one? I mean, uh, how... it feels like I see you guys every day. <laughs> Man, um, just a side note on Christmas here um, and the White House. Isn't it hysterical that Melania doesn't like Christmas? I mean, it's like the one redeeming thing I've ever heard about her is that she's like, I don't like Christmas. I hate Christmas. Why do I have to care about Christmas? No one cares about Christmas. <laughs> I was like, the, that was the first time I was like, I like this person. <laughs> I like that she's such a piece of shit. 
<laughs> she just doesn't like Christmas. And, you know, she wish. I mean, if she could just speak her truth, you know. I think they should, this year, last year, they're in the White House. They should let her do some Grinch shit, you know. They should let Melania steal Christmas. Sneak into people's houses like a snake. Like, you know, take apart their tree uh, intricately. I don't like Christmas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> getting back. <laughs> uh, getting back into this. Anyway, in my deepest uh, things of... T- <laughs> in my deepest things of the times where I really wanted to just kill myself or where I felt that in a perfect world I would have just fucking died, I stumbled across Suicide Buddies. It was an ad on Harmontown, and it was a clip of the episode where the focus was on the gentleman who killed himself after he believed he was a vampire. That ad seemed weird, but hilarious and somehow calming. Uh, yeah, that guy actually thought he was a werewolf, I think. Um, can't remember his name, but that was a, that was a fun episode, I guess. You know, I felt, I just, you know... we've explained it a million times um you know it's like not intending to be disrespectful but i think like focusing very heavily on talking about suicide um just was leading to a lot of um extra depressive thoughts that were maybe unnecessary like we're already thinking um a bit too much about suicide and then maybe we were like this was maybe a bad call (laughs) And then I felt bad for not, you know, really knocking out of the park with the research. Like, that somehow was letting the dead people down. Because it's not like I could just chime in with that information episodes down the line. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot this thing. You know, I don't know. I think, I just so you guys know, because I know a lot of people really loved the uh, concept <laughs> of Suicide Buddies. But, um... We just really appreciate that, you know, you responded to it. And I'm just so happy that you guys are here for the ride and that you're enjoying this. Um, Let's see. So I got the podcast, listened, and found out, holy shit, I'm not alone in having these thoughts. They say misery loves company, right? Well, growing up, I always thought it was misery loves company because miserable people like to force their hard times on others. Wow. You know, I think that um, that's a perfectly normal reaction um, uh, or a view that people have is that, you know, maybe I'm bothering people with my problems. And that's, you know, to a degree, somewhat healthy um, to at least understand other people's positions. But then I think sometimes um, it's unhealthy, you know, to to think I, I'm bothering the people I'm closest with, with my problems. And that maybe that thinking is due to, you know, you feeling like you can't um, talk to people you're close to about your problems. And I think that's, you know, kind of a, a problem for sure. I mean, the, the larger problem is that you need people close to you that you can, um, share your share your woes with you know and feel heard uh and yeah 
you'll uh, you'll take it easy on them and not uh, drag them down with you when it's time and they need support. You know, it always swings back around. You know, if someone's helping you out and you think you're being a drag, you're going to be there for them like right away, right after. It's just kind of the way it works, I find. Anyway, a huge key to, uh, you know, feeling not depressed is human connection and drink water, drink lots of water. Uh, most so, more so drink the water. Cause if you don't drink the water, you're going to, you're going to die, uh, die of thirst. But, uh, anyway, Mike goes on. I believed it was the, I'm a grump. So I'll ruin your day because yeah, I'm a mean grump who spreads misery. Yeah. <laughs> but man, no, 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 no. Misery loves company because we're at our most miserable when we feel alone. Misery loves company because we need it. We awkwardly and resentfully crave it, and we feel so fucking distant from it that we think we'll never have it again. And having the podcast and the Facebook group and the sentiment behind it all, my miserable self found the company I needed. Wow. Um, well, I'm sorry. It turns out you're blocked, banned, banned from the group, banned, <laughs> abuser, banned, blocked for being negative. Sorry. What voice is that? A gay man or a little girl? Um, anyway, I can, uh, I can make those kinds of jokes even because, uh, I'm uh, drinking hot cum right now. Straight. Straight from the mug. Uh, Juan Valdez, you make a mean cup of cum. (laughs) Oh, man. The Facebook group is nutty, too, because it's like, I think it, i i just see such great support there but it's like it's insane to um promote facebook <laughs> you know like i fully acknowledge it's just such a shitty fucking company um so i hope also like say like members from there go off and form uh groups outside of facebook you know what i'm saying like we'll we'll figure it out but um i'm just glad that people are um being supportive of each other you know, it's uh, it's so easy to um, be mean. I think, I, I mean, just to say it bluntly, it's um, it's an easier, stupider choice, always to be mean, um, and uh, I think it's, I don't know. It takes a lot. I mean, it takes a lot if you are depressed to hear someone else's story and depression and reach out and say, hey, how can I help? And here's my thoughts on this stuff. And just and just trying to connect. I mean, that that to me is like um, really impressive. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're. I'm sending every listener of this podcast a check for a thousand two hundred dollars. Um, I mean, I can afford hot cum, so I think I have the money. 
I think I'm doing pretty good. Um, going back in, which fast forward from a couple years ago to today, I'm happy-ish and therapied, and I look goddamn forward to still getting the new podcast for y'all ever. You're still killing it, and I love the new format for a while now, but I'm just finally emailing about it. I've grown and changed since my roughest days, and my old miserable self is glad to see you and the podcast grow and continue on, too. Ooh, Jesus Christ, I needed this. I didn't really... Yeah, that's like, um, thank you. I mean, I really needed to hear that. Uh, that's really nice of you. So this is what I'm talking about. Like, uh, um, I'm blown away, you know, that people can be uh, compassionate and nice. Um Anyway, uh, going back in. Anyway, like I said, I'm all wine drunk, so I checked this email for autocorrect errors, but I'm not proofreading it. If it's all stupid and fucked, that's only because I'm stupid and fucked. With much love and respect, Mike. Um, yeah, well, we did uh, run it through the y'all ever um, IQ machine, and it turns out you're illiterate. You are R. Kelly illiterate <laughs> i'm sorry you can't you're you're dumb you do you won't read it's not a question of you can't it's you won't um it's willful the boy is willful with his spelling he refuses to he refuses to spell <laughs> this is how they treat dyslexia the boy refuses to spell he sees it all jumbled in his head as a child demands. Mm, I like when science was just so much more abusive. Um, well, we've, we've determined you have depression, so we're going to put a cage on your head with a rat in it and see what happens. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's do some cocaine. Cocaine on me. Everybody just start doing morphine and cocaine. <laughs> I've got theories that uh, women's rights are just ghosts in their heads. Gentlemen, do some cocaine off of my big titties. And I'll tell you about my big bang theory. And he pulls out a gun on them. <laughs> I'm going to put that in a fucking movie. Let me tell you about my Big Bang Theory. Pulling the gun out. That should have been the line Joaquin Phoenix Joker said on um, Murray Tonight or whatever in the movie Joker. The talk show that Robert De Niro's hosting. When he's like, that's what you fucking get. You should have actually said... Here's, I got your Big Bang Theory right here. And just blows his head off. And the camera cuts to young Sheldon. <laughs> it's perfect. It's the perfect shirt. I'm going to wear this to the bank. I'm going to wear this as I run for Congress. I'm going to appeal to people. I'm gonna appeal to the common man, you know. Um, 
I'm a common man. I enjoy a hot cup of cum. I do normal things. I read children's letters to Santa Claus by the fire while drinking a hot cup of cum. What do I, don't ask where I get I get the letters. <clears throat> I took those with the ballots. <laughs> Santa stole all the ballots. Guys, stay in line. If you're listening to this and uh, you're still in line, uh, stay in line. Trump has almost got this. He's almost got your vote. Just stay. It, you know, I don't care if it's cold. I don't care if bugs are in your hair and going in and out of your nose and eyes. I don't give a shit. Stay in line and vote for Trump. I don't care if police tell you to leave or they start hitting you in the face with clubs and knocking out your teeth. Stay in line and get that vote for Trump because you guys almost got this. Uh, Team, we almost got this. You know what's fucked up with Trump is now red hats are just ruined for like a good four years. It's like, that's how bad this is. Hats are ruined. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to read another email um, from one of you guys. Thanks again for writing into y'all every email at gmail.com. You guys are fucking up. Um... This one subject line is, y'all ever get your heart right during lockdown? Wow. So here's the story. Feel free to use a pseudonym for me, Tommy Gunn, Jimothy, whatever. Okay. No worries. Yeah, always let me know if I can use your name. Uh, Feel free. You know, it it doesn't need to come up necessarily. I don't know. Just let me know what your rules are um, for the story you want to tell. Let's see. When I left college in 2015 at the recommendation of the school, after two years of what I'd call stunningly mixed results, I moved home to a Nova, D.C. suburb. Yeah, I'm from that area. He goes, uh, Hampton, you can tell them about Nova. Yeah, it's just Northern Virginia area. Uh, got a barista job, but I also had no real image of the future and no idea what steps to take. I took a few in the wrong direction and put myself in the heart of the DC's party and play scene. P and P. Hmm. What's that? <laughs> now y'all run in comic circles, so you might know what P and P is. Though I can't believe I haven't heard a good bit about it yet. But if you don't know, the P and P scene is a subculture among <clears throat> among gay or bi men. Which, res- which revolves around taking meth and fucking hard or trying to get fucking hard for hours. <clears throat> yeah, that's like what Sting does, right? Yeah. Um, damn, that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> that sounds like so not fun. <laughs> you know, I wish I could say more power to you, but it sounds like uh, the meth is very scary. <laughs> Yeah, do drugs so you can just fuck super hard. That just sounds so fucking terrifying to me. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, I don't even like the person to look at me during that. <laughs> nah, I'm just I'm very silly. I like to make a lot of jokes. Um, observational humor, mostly. Or political. I do political jokes, mostly, during sex. Um just like, hey, you heard about these clowns in Congress? 
That's what I'm like eating pussy. You heard about, hey, you heard about them. You heard about these clowns in Congress? <laughs> couple of, couple of clowns out there. Uh. <laughs> All right, getting back in. My experience with that scene over the course of 18 months wound up with uh, me the most fucking scared I've ever been. Convinced that some hybrid of an intelligence agency or an international crime syndicate were after me. Predictably, uh, <clears throat> what? Predictable, uh, especially since I was driving past the FBI HQ most nights to smoke meth with drug dealers and DOG employees. <laughs> <laughs> DC is the best, man. It's the best. That's that sounds so funny. That's so uh, accurate. There's a strong police presence in the area. Uh, my hometown of Warrington, Virginia is like one of the weirdest because it's like we have like um, a sheriff's department, the county sheriff's department, a police department, a highway patrol, and like the CIA has a base like in the town. And I mean, like it's just like a lot of law enforcement inside this like really small town. Uh, but, um, DC also, it's just like nonstop. <laughs> I asked my parents if they would support me going to rehab. They did. And since then I've had occasional short relapses, usually ending with a few hours of paranoid psychosis and coming clean to a friend or family member I trust. Wow. Damn. Well, I, I honestly think that's great that you have people in your life that you can trust and go to and be honest with like even if it's um something that is embarrassing and this hard like um a huge you know thing is just just to have some sort of support mechanism and uh you know relapses happen to the best people you know there's it's no um there's no like um lack of character or anything like, like that it's it's just like um what it is you know it's it's how you're getting better it's part of the process um in a, in a fucked up way you know cut to present day i no longer live in the dc area uh thank god and have been trying to figure out how to lead a self-supporting satisfying life hasn't happened yet but this quarantine triggered a series of events that led to me uh something that felt like a breakthrough in that direction I've tried two semesters of community college with the second wrapping up three weeks into lockdown uh, early April and had a part-time coaching position at a wealthy private school. School was stressful between feeling so behind in terms of life plot points, but well ahead of my classmates intellectually and in terms of age and being really terrible at managing time for extrinsic incentives. The coaching job put me back in touch with a community and an adventure sport that were my biggest loves from age 12 to 19, a period when I dedicated enough time to the sport to be on a national team, uh, <clears throat> national team and complete, compete internationally. I'm being vague because it's a niche enough sport that I could be easily identified if anyone wanted to find me. All right, guys, this is an official cue drop. I'm just saying it right now. <laughs> You guys go 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 on team. Come on guys, buddies. I need your help. Decipher this cue drop that um <laughs> Jimothy 
Timothy's leaving me here. Um, f- find out where he works and ruin his life. Um, now, respect though. I mean, um, I think that's cool that you. I mean, it sounds really tough. Just um, going through um, school, <laughs> the way you put it there about like being so much further than everybody else in life, you know, but you're being forced to go behind. Um, there's a movie that's actually very important about this that I, um, really respect. It's called, um, Billy Madison. And, uh, it's about, it's about a a person just like yourself. Um, that <laughs> he was into smoking meth and fucking Norm Macdonald. <laughs> eh, 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 eh. That's probably that's probably how he sounds. <laughs> oh, maybe I should have fucked you in the ass yesterday. This is, these are good impressions. I feel fucking amazing. I feel very confident in my career choices in life. Anyway, what's all this queer nonsense? I'm just a simple man drinking cum. I ain't never heard of this. P and P. Was that online? I may. I get cum straight from the dick, the old-fashioned way. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, I'm so sorry to hear this story is about to take a dark turn. Um, So I feel bad, but let's see. Uh, But just as the season was warming up, everything shut down. I lost my identity as coach, and it was clear I wasn't going to get above a D in class. I transferred some of that energy to doing volunteer work as the case count in my state rose along with the unemployment rate. Then the stimulus checks arrived, which there were less. Uh, there was less need for my services. Nobody depending on me, nobody praising me, no exercise, no community beyond my housemate, and I quickly snapped and relapsed. Ten days later, April 20th, I was once again on the phone to my mom, explaining that, yes, I relapsed, yes, I know exactly how I sound, but this time I think I'm actually going to be arrested. It was fucking embarrassing and scary, like it always is. Hmm. This does, I mean, as bad as this honestly is and is ill-advised and is a terrible life thing, it does sound like your major, major gripe with it is location, you know? It's just where you're driving by, you know? <laughs> I don't think it, I think you're using maybe the police as a, as a thing to put your panic in, but, you know, your body's telling you this is all wrong. You know, your brain is telling you this is wrong. Your body's telling you. Hmm. Because uh, I flushed the drugs, slept a lot, and ate like, well, like I'd been smoking meth and not eating more than 600 calories a day, most of which got burned off through rough sex. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. That's so much fucking. <laughs> 
few days later, I'm sorry. No, I'm trying. I'm not laughing. At your, I'm just laughing with you. The the fucking I mean amazingness of it. A um, few days later, I felt like I had to get outside and do something. So I went and did my thing. The skill I have the most of. The sport I love the most. One of the rare things in my life. I never second guess while I'm doing it. <clears throat> okay, that was the second cue drop. <laughs> All right. No, uh, on, the, on the long walk. <laughs> God, I really hope I'm not making you fucking paranoid. As you really tell me like how paranoid you were of like the FBI you know, monitoring you fucking. That's, that's what's hysterical is the FBI and your reality is just watching you fuck. It's like, just get an OnlyFans. <laughs> if you're obsessed with people watching you fuck. <laughs> that's so funny. If you just want people to watch you, like that's part of your kink, and then you're like, well, how do I get people to watch me? Well, the FBI watches people. Well, they only watch people if they're on the terror watch list. Okay, well, the only rational solution I have here is to fuck someone and talk openly about my plans to do another 9-11. <laughs> Maybe I'll get placed on a terror watch list. Maybe they'll watch over me. Um, okay, let's see. <clears throat> On the long walk back to my car, at the bottom of a starkly beautiful canyon, not yet overrun by tourists, a small silver lining of the shutdown, this question bubbled up with the easy clarity that can come after a bout of hard exercise and intense focus in a beautiful place. What would life... What would a life worth... Re <laughs> I'm so sorry. What would a life worth resuming resemble? Why wouldn't you set your life up to maximize this? It was an epiphany. Now, I could and, imme and immediately did come up with counter-arguments about how college degrees give you a better chance at security and stability, and how not getting one will hurt my mom's feelings, and how if I don't become a professional creative, then I must be a permanent un underachiever. But in that moment, I actually felt maybe for the first time ever, how ludicrous and non-convincing that self-doubt was when weighed against the feelings of my doing my adventurous thing. So I'm 26 years old, 32 days outside of PNP, I've withdrawn from college, and I'm about to start racking up certificates that will allow me to make some money by sharing the thing I love with people in the places I feel most at home. It won't pay much, but I think I could be happy living in my car for a while if it means I'm doing the thing that is most true to myself. I'm very rarely proud of or kind to myself, but actually seeing that written out made me feel both. I'm tearing up a little. Wow. I mean, um, yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, that is really beautiful. <laughs> Oh, man. Go for it. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? You will be so much happier. That is, I mean, go for it. <clears throat> the worst thing you can do is live a life of regret with that kind of stuff. I mean, few people even have a dream, really. I mean, it's not like, I, believe me, most people don't want... <laughs> They don't want that kind of complication in life. If you really have a burning desire for it, I mean, you have to go for it. And that's beautiful. Um, 
I hope that you get to live in a monster truck <laughs> or something cool. Oh, man. Well, more power to you. I mean, in uh, this <clears throat> in this time, I mean, I think we need to hear kind of stories like this and just, you know, um, believe in something good. Let's see. The future doesn't look easy, but I'm glad I found the right thing to fight hard for. The right part of myself to feed for now. I actually listened to an episode on the drive home that day, and it felt like an affirmation that I was doing something more right than wrong. And though, hey, I should tell those guys about it, and now I finally have. I hope there's no gobbledygook in there. <laughs> and then you signed your name, but uh, uh, let's just call you Jimothy. Thank you, Jimothy. Wow, holy shit. Um, well, that was the third cue drop was me tearing up. That was the, <laughs> was an actual teardrop. The cue drop was me fucking believing in people again. And uh, thank you so much for writing in. You guys always feel free to write into y'all every email at gmail.com. Um, I don't always you know get to every email, but I so appreciate people taking the time. Um, if you want to support this podcast, feel free to sign up on Patreon.com. Uh, there's also shirts at yallever.threadless and hamptonyunt.threadless. There's the Calvin being on racism shirt at hamptonyunt.threadless. And you guys, if you want a holiday playlist um, to listen to and suggest tracks to add, uh, you can go to my artist Spotify page and go to the bottom there. There's a 9-11 Christmas 420 playlist. Um, I want suggestions. I want to add on songs. It's only 25 songs, so it needs more. Um, and you can always add um, a song to the collaborative playlist for the group, uh, the Y'all Ever Listen to Music playlist. That's also on my artist Spotify. Um, you guys are fantastic. Uh, you're the best fucking people in the world. And goddamn. Um, what's this? What's this? There's something in my ass. What's this? <laughs> Are you a fucking cop? <laughs> Alright, glad you're alive. You guys are fucking awesome. Take care. Boy. Podcast Network.